They want me to change, they want me to change, but I ain't changing. Nah. I remain the same. And you are not tuned in to another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. Brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And as always, on the mighty, mighty, mighty Nerve DJs Radio Network. Shout out to the whole family at Nerve DJs Radio. Um, shout out to Big Health. Shout out to DJ Johnny O, the triple OG, T-Rex, DJ Squirt. Um, and if you have not purchased your ticket for next month's 20-year anniversary anniversary of Nerve DJs that will be held at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame here in Cleveland, Ohio. I suggest you do that. It's only 60 bucks for three days of spectacularness, greatness, and DJs from across the galaxy. Um, it's going to be one for the ages that you absolutely do not want to miss. So, Google it. Look it up, find it, get there, holler at your boy. It will be dope. Um, I'm just waiting on PBE Pluto to tap in. I had a very, 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 very dope conversation with Mother Water. Uh, I don't know, from what, five to six-ish. Phenomenal young lady, dope artist. Uh, just a really dope build and, and I definitely appreciate her time and energy and shout out to their manager, uh, Brittany, uh, Miss Pisces 89, that's MZ Pisces with a Z at the end, 89, the number, um, on Instagram, make sure y'all tap into her. Uh, she is doing some really, really dope and great things and got a phenomenal roster of people that she manages. Shout out to her. Uh, matter of fact, while I'm at it, man, shout out to all the managers out there. People do not understand the work, the dedication that it takes to be a manager, let alone a successful manager. Um, and being a manager that has not uh, reached the, the highest plateau just yet is probably one of the most difficult things that you can do in life. So I completely salute you, Rita. Uh, Mikey, I mean, well, Mike, Mikey, different, 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 different level, but, um, nonetheless, man, the, the, the work, the effort, the, the passion that it takes, um, the dedication and discipline that it takes is, is, is phenomenal and to be commended, um, on any level. So shout out to managers here, there, and everywhere you are appreciated here at Intellectually Petty Radio. And if you know a manager, you got a manager that you'd like to get on the show, please uh, inbox me somewhere. Just look up Intellectually Petty Radio and you'll find your boy. If it's not on Facebook, uh, it's on Instagram. If it's not on Instagram, it's on threads. If it's not on threads, look on Twitter. I'm somewhere chilling. So anyway, what shall we talk about in the meantime, in between time, while we waiting? Uh, yo, I had a really good conversation. Oh, uh, uh, matter of fact, tomorrow at five o'clock, I got Itak. Itak. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. I know I'm butchering your name, bro. Um, Itak, I believe that's how you pronounce it. I got the brother coming on at five o'clock. Another uh, legend in the making. Yo, and I recently uh, attended... Uh, 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 the Gladiator Schools networking event. 
in my hometown of Detroit, Michigan. Actually, this past Saturday, it was very dope. Super salute to my brother, uh, student minister Troy Muhammad, for the invite. Cannot possibly thank the brother enough. He is uh, the epitome of standing up for our community. Okay, um, got a chance to interview a couple people. Uh, P. Dot got a chance to interview Skrill. And if you have you have not heard of Skrill, Skrill has his own black owned spirit company. Um, the brother sells uh, champagne, wine, and vodka. Um, and I've tried the, the champagne and the wine. I'm a wine drinker. The wine was phenomenal. Um, I'm not the biggest champagne drinker, but I would encourage you to go out there and, and try that too. Uh, people that fucks with champagne really fucks with the champagne. I haven't tried the vodka yet. Uh, that's next on the list. Uh, a holiday Gucci Lando, Young Cat on Ethical Records. Very, very, very dope. Yo, and I got a chance to holler at Freeway, the Philadelphia legend. Um, I'll be dropping a clip of that interview after this show, and I'll be dropping a whole little interview. And it wasn't like a whole hour. Um, I got a chance to chop it up with both of them for about 15, 20 minutes right before the show. And it was crazy how Freeway uh, came in. Yeah, Gucci Lando was chopping it up. Freeway just bust through the door um, and did his thug thizzle. And it was a beautiful situation. It was dope to see Gucci Lando, who is a a, a, a new heavy hitter on the scene. Um, first off, you don't see too many young brothers that 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 know who some of the the OGs are. But not only did he know him, he knew him. You feel me? Um, healthy respect. Uh, it was just a beautiful situation all the way around. And Peter and her guy I can't remember brother's name. I do apologize completely. Um, but they performed also at the event. And yo, they got down. They got down. So shout out to P Dot and, and and her uh her brother, and not like literally her brother, but you you get what I'm saying. Very 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 dope. And 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 and, and Troy always throws just like just amazing events. Um, I did. I had the opportunity to go see Ice Cube, um, and I missed out on that, unfortunately. But it was a a very phenomenal weekend, man. It was it was great. Um, anyway, how you doing? How's life? You know, and I just got word that, that Pluto should be on his way shortly. So y'all know I ain't all that good with the small talk shit, talking about myself, talking about nothing. It, it is what it is. Um, you know. I could just walk away and just <laughs> let shit be in silence. Uh, but apparently that's like a taboo in the podcasting slash entertainment industry. I'm supposed to just randomly say shit, whether it makes sense or fucking not. Who knows? Uh, oh, and I did not realize I did that. Ah, uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll change that up. And. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, we're not going to get off into that. Um, 
Yo, and if you, you know anybody that would like to come on the show, uh, you can inbox me on Intellectually Petty Radio on Instagram. You can hit me up on Facebook. Uh, on threads, it's all the same. Just look up Intellectually Petty Radio and you'll find me. And if you look at the bottom of the screen, it says IG and Intellectually Petty Radio. Yo, and now, without further ado, man, we got one of the dopest cats breathing that ever pick up a mic to ever walk and talk at the same motherfucking time. We got PBE Pluto in the building. What's going on, bro? What's good? What's good? Hey, do me a small favor, man. Turn your phone to the side for me. Like this? That is absolutely perfect, bro. Uh, How you doing, man? How's life? I'm all good, man. Just moving around. Where you from, bro? Mobile, Alabama. What's it like down there, man? I can't say I've ever been to Alabama. Mobile kind of is one of those markets where we growing and we got a lot of when it comes to the music side of the industry, you know, the last few years, we really, really been making an amazing impact in the industry. But before then, we, we probably had somebody pop off every 10 years. Like uh, the last Mr. Big and uh, C-Nile. I mean, not C-Nile. Uh, but c is an artist that, that, that popped in the city but didn't go mm-hmm. mainstream or okay. all the way but. Matt, I meant to say Rich Boy. Oh. And after that, Young Blue, and then, you know what I'm saying, it's been a slew of artists after that that's been popping recently, you know what I'm saying, the last couple of years. We probably got, we probably got, if not 17, it's close to 17. Right now. Okay. That's what's Mobile. up, shit. It's a small, small market, but, you know what I'm saying, it's still one of the markets a lot of artists use to pop outside this. Oh, I'm not mad at that. The ride is looking nice, nigga. It looks sunny out there. Looks like a great yeah, day. Definitely <laughs> sunny out here. Yo, so, man. I can't wait to start getting a little cool. It's starting to feel like, instead of Alabama, it's starting to feel like Ala Africa. <laughs> oh, y'all getting 100 Hi. degrees down there, huh? What you say? 101, 109, all that crazy stuff. Yeah, nigga, y'all can keep that shit down south. I'm cool on that. Oh, yeah. We had one day like that, and I I just didn't even want to do nothing. (laughs) It ain't the move, though. It ain't the move. I like in winter where it don't get too cold, you know what I'm saying? But it's still like a a nice breeze. It ain't freezing. I, and I ask everybody, well, just about everybody, just, what made you fall in love with hip-hop? I started out at a young age. Um, I started with a live band at the age of 10. I was the main drummer. Kind of bridged on into the music. The music pretty much came, you know what I'm saying, through the hardships. Different things I was going through. It was like an escape. Talk about it, dog. You know what I'm saying? Put it out there without having to actually, you know, talk to people for real about it. I could put it in a song. So mm-hmm. Once I discovered that side, it, it became more professional. That was that was my way to vent. That's where the blues type of shit come from, huh? Yeah, 
which I what was I was was that the name of the mixtape, the blues? Uh somebody the EP that I dropped. Yeah. I had a um past to the future. Had the future. But I think I had a record called Blues on there. On I one of them. I gotta look yeah, that I up. I got a record called Blues. But yo, I can't remember the actual name of it, but I was because I'm listening to it on the way to work yesterday, so I couldn't really like look at the names and shits. And I yeah. was like, I was man, that shit was so motherfucking funky. I appreciate that, man. Yo, it, it, I, yeah, I could feel the. It gave me uh, like almost a Memphis sound. Oh yeah. So who, who, who's gonna be the one? What you mean? Who's gonna be the one? Like it's always like most cities is like that. Like you gotta kind of get popular outside your city for your city right. to show you some love. So who's gonna like you? Seem like you right there on the cusp of being that guy right. everywhere that can kind of unify the city. Thanks, and see that that's part of my goal for getting in this music industry because. I want to, I know the position other people in, they could do it, but they've been trying to get there so long. So many people probably have their feet on them and, and try to hold them back. You feel mm. me? So now that they dead, it's just like, this is only going to tap in with their circle, but they don't maximize, in my opinion, they don't maximize, you know what I'm saying, the amount of things they could really do to open up the doors for their circle if that's what they're trying to do. But and also, even if they is doing enough to maximize it, they the people that they doing it for don't have enough knowledge of what to do with what they got. Okay, if that makes sense, you feel me? Yeah. Oh, you might have put this person on, but he don't understand how to capitalize off that. He's just gonna keep depending on you. Then you get fed up, and you like, I tried. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Instead you, of, you, you can teach a man to fish or you can give him right. a plate. Right, and that's what they're doing. They keep giving him a plate. Yeah. You know, and when they try to teach him, they may not be teaching. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some people just don't want to learn. You know, but it, like, like as a leader, as a leader, isn't that kind of your job to discern, okay, this person deserves the spot and this person just can't mm-hmm. keep the spot. That's true, but at the same time, when you're dealing with people that are not business savvy, and mm-hmm. most of them got on through other people, so somebody else is moving their business and doing the work and dictating and, and making everything happen, so they don't understand the, the structure of what it takes to really build a company. And, you know, it, it's hard for them to actually see what they can be doing. So, and like I told you, this competition. So, yeah, of course, they're going to feel like I know if I get this person the ball, he's going to pass me. So, 
ain't, you know what I'm saying? I ain't really do it. That's how they, some of them, I feel like they feel. They may not personally say it, but the actions, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They'll rather look out for somebody that they know going to stay, you know what I'm saying, under them and stay yeah. keeping them as the big dog, not nobody that's going to grow, take what they got and really grow a whole form, you know what I'm saying? They want somebody yeah. that's going to plant the seed in a flower pot, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and grow a plant. Yeah, that's trying to grow no, no whole bars. Yeah, that, that, that's a whack shit though. Just to just be a, mm. keep it a buck. Yeah. That's a fact. But yeah. you know, it's hard to change the mentality when everybody who got on pretty much doing the same thing. I right. feel like that's the normal. But when you got somebody like me that see the difference that came up in the industry as business owner, club owner. And being a part of different sides of the industry, you know what I'm saying? So I can see a different angle than, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, the average person. So I understand, even when I see artists from other cities, I look at it like, you know what I'm saying, it's so much more that can be done. They don't understand that music is a platform, and the platform is a tool. And the tool is used to make you some more oh just blank out a little bit there for a second yeah i can't you know i just tried to call yeah the tool is used to make some more money you know what i'm saying and what i mean by that is not just to make money off music you gotta this the time you utilize your platform to be able to, to to eat off everything you know what i'm saying yeah yeah. This is what you, hey, uh, let me promote your hairline. Let me promote this. Let me let, let me wear your clothing brand. Or let me come out with my own clothing brand. I got my own restaurant. I got my own uh, Tubi movies or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Everything that you're doing, like, okay, you want to do this? You drink this type of drink? Come out with your own line. Or partner up with. Yeah, I definitely get what you're saying, though. You know, and you know, the, 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 when people be busy, man, they get a lot of phone calls, man. So sometimes, you know, it, it interrupts when you uh when they get a call. So my apologies for those people that's tuned in. Um, and Pluto ain't go nowhere. It just uh, my guess is just got a telephone call, and you know, it's the, it's, it's a risk reward when you're interviewing some some heavy hitters. So you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I get what you're saying. It's like a, it's like a 360 deal, but only in-house, you know, for yourself. You got to make sure that, you know, you're not just eating the entree, you know, you want the hors d'oeuvres, you want the drinks, you want the sides, you want to, you want it when it's your time, make sure that you put in work in every aspect and not just for yourself, you know, um, like he was saying, you know, if you got somebody that's got a business or whatever, and I was just kind of expounding on what you were saying, bro, as far as like, you know, not not just uh being that the 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 main course, but you want to get everything. You want to make sure that you you capital when it's your turn to shine, you capitalize on every little bit that you can. Right. 
you know, yeah. you own. You said you owned a club, though. What kind of club? Just a, a regular nightclub? Yeah, I, I, I had two nightclubs and uh, a restaurant. Yo, what happened? You still got them? Nah, like it was. It was just too oversaturated. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a lot of work, and I couldn't focus on the music because. I had two clubs at the same time. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So I, I would have to be there all the time. You know, with a club, it's a cash business. So it's, it's easy for people to steal from you. It's easy for people to take advantage. So I had to kind of be there all the time. And I it consumed too much of my time and energy. And it was draining. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much the same thing with the restaurant, you know what I'm saying? It was a lot going on. Now, they were successful businesses. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't maintain it and try to do the music. And it was like, you got to choose one. That's the way, like, my body was. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't do both. So what made you choose music over, over, over already successful businesses? Because the music is the platform, like... If I get the music where I needed to be at, like I already got the experience in the clubs and the restaurants and all that, I can always bring that back. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. Plus, another thing too, you know, I had a lot of people that worked for me that was that went in the best of my interest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, although the business had successful runs, you still had the people that was under you that was snaking you, and and a lot of things. I didn't find out until I shut it down. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I'm like, damn. Imagine how long, you know what I'm saying? I probably would have been dead by now if I'd have stayed around these folks, you know, what they were doing. And, I, and I'm and i trusting them wholeheartedly. And I think it, you know, I wouldn't have, man, you couldn't have paid me to, to see the stuff that I seen out there. You know what I'm saying? And to, and to get the information that I got, you know, backlash and how they was acting and the stuff they had already been building and brewing up it was just like god for real yo you know what we don't even know why we be thinking no 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 but really he like yeah yeah you need to do that because if you continue this you're gonna just keep on opening yourself up boy and they're gonna put you in a situation and you're not gonna be here you don't even know what people saying and doing behind your back it don't matter because you paying their bills or you helping them out or you doing it. They still envious and jealous. They still want what you got. No matter if they could be riding on the peasant side, they mad because they ain't driving. You know what Man. I'm saying? And then when when you finally tell them no, you find all the that now they want to spill the beans and tell what you how they say? really been feeling anyway. How they really been feeling. People start coming out of the blues. Man, this person, they was working for you? Oh man, look at these messages. Look what this is. Look what this is. Yeah, Yeah, I understand, bro. Bro, And now when I come back with it, I know even if I would have stayed in it, I would have had to like continue to work it to keep it going. Right. Because, like I said, I had people already working for me that wanted the best of my interests. Another thing, I had, you know, so much going against me. 
and I had to put in more energy to keep it afloat. You know what I'm saying? If I went there, people act like they don't know what they're doing. They act like they don't understand their job. You know, and I, I was very lenient. You know, I was doing these type of businesses at an early age. You know, yeah. my first club I opened at 23. Really? So, you know, I'm younger than everybody that was working for me, basically. Mm. So, you know, that's another factor. People thinking they could get over on you. You know, security guards doing God knows what, you know what I'm saying? But I'm certain stuff I knew. I just was letting it slide on some, you know, I ain't thinking in no business. I mean, I'm thinking in a business aspect, but I didn't, you know, function all the way like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, this and my certain, Some, some losses thing, is acceptable losses. You feel me? And you just like, fuck it. You know, I'm going to lose a couple of dollars on the door because my man, because she pretty and right. he going to let her in. I don't give a fuck. I understand that. You know? Right. But then you but got niggas that's, that's eating off of that shit. Yeah, it, it was other stuff going on too. You know what I'm saying? And it was just getting out of hand, bro. It, it, and the thing is, is eventually everything was going to fall back on me. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and it's like I got out the way in in time. No matter how good things were going, I got out of the way in time. Like, another thing, like, for example, how I was getting just murdered, you know what I'm saying? I found out, you know, the lady that was working the door at, at times, like, she charged double the prices and pocketing, and, you know what I'm saying? Like, you making almost the same thing I'm making on the door. And wow. I got to pay you. And Whoa. I got customers. I'm wondering why they, man, y'all too high. Y'all, I'm thinking they just on some petty stuff. I'm like, shit, we'll go somewhere else, you know. But <laughs> and it's, it's her all along. When it come down the pipeline, I find out what really was going on. I'm like, what? This why, you know what I'm saying? This and that was going on. And the whole time, you know, she pocketed money. All that, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got to get all into it, but it, it was reason why I had to go ahead and, and, and transition because, like I said, it was draining me. And at the same time, you know, not only do I got to battle with, like, people in the street, like I said, oh, y'all charge too much, man, to get in, y'all, you know. So they might tell other people that, and they don't want to come, and I got to put in work in Nah, bro, you just come on out here. We, we, you know, like if I was standing there, she ain't gonna run yeah, it. she ain't like, doing that shit. Yeah, yeah, you feel me? So I never knew until, like, man, years down the line. It was a lot of stuff that was going on. So and where you at with the music then? access into the business. So, you know, she would keep me and my business partner into it because she would be taking stuff and then she'll tell him it's me and tell me it's him. And we wouldn't even talk to each other. We'd just be mad. And then we only communicate with each other through her. But when we oh. sit it down and we start talking and then start going over, man, you remember when this, that, man, those 1500 came up missing, bro. Man, I was mad by that for a minute when you did that. Who did what? I, ain't, I was told you did it. Nah, you know what I'm saying? What? No, I know it. Nah, she told me you did no, so wait a minute, wait, 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 hold, 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 hold. So, so did y'all ever confront her about this? Yeah, at the time, you know what I'm saying. Right after it, it happened, because she was still trying to play the both role, and 
I I still remember like when we sat me and my business partner at the time, we had that whole conversation. We just talked about everything mm. that we had been harboring and mad about. You know what I'm saying? Back and forth, like remember this, remember that, remember this. And every situation, it was she told me this, and I responded like this. Where she told me she probably tell him my response off the gate, like. He said whatever, whatever, but never said why I said that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So now he he's snapping, and she kept us into it, so we wouldn't talk to each other. And when we really calculated what she had taken, man, she she had got us for nearly a hundred grand over the course of almost three years. Nigga. And we we both thought it was you know what I'm saying each other. So, you know, you had stuff like that going on. And ain't, ain't no telling how far it would have went. You know what I'm saying? The longer it would have kept going. No, nigga. But that's a testament to how good y'all was doing. No, that's a fact. So, you know, it was it, it was a lot of different factors like that. And we was on the phone going back and forth. And I, she, she used to treat me like, she used to be like, you just like a son to me. Because at the time. My mama was in prison, you know what I'm saying? So oh, that's how she used to play on me. Like, she'll be on the phone crying, you know. He just, he just low down and do what you do, and he always taking and this and, and you doing all the work, whatever, whatever. And then she'll get on the phone with him and be like, The same thing. Pluto, you know, you don't need him. <laughs> like, it was, and I never knew until the day that we was on that phone call and she called him. No, she, we were talking about all the stuff that she had to take, and I was just like, wow. And then I think I was like, oh, she calling. So I clicked her in on the three-way, and um, she got on the phone with me and was just, how you feeling? And, you know, it's all right. You don't got to worry about, you know what I'm saying, that club stuff. I know y'all shut it down and this, and I just feel so bad, and you was this, and you was that, and she Fake crying on the phone and everything. <laughs> I was so fucking mad, bro. Man, I can't. She got right off the phone with me and called him. Not knowing he on the phone. Oh, bro, she got on the phone with him. He clicked her in. I'm on mute. The whole story flipped. Her demeanor, the way she was talking, everything. I was like, wow. I never seen, thought, would have never in a million years thought that when she was on. Yo. So now with me being more old and mature, you know what I'm saying? I know about double back with the setup. First of all, with my platform, my face will be the brand. I don't have to literally be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just the name and the image of this is my establishment. So people are gonna come out of that. And then you don't have to if you do it in your own city. You don't have to really depend on the locals like that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You, yeah. The world going to be coming. They, there's going to be a reason to come now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are we going down to Mobile, the Pluto restaurant, or his club, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I understand that side of it. Then I know certain people you just can't hire. And certain things, you got to have certain stuff implemented. Like, it's got to be a real run, run like a real business. You can't. You can't be bullshit. No friendly stuff. No, this my yeah. homeboy. I'm gonna let you uh, 
do this and that or scuds over here and don't say nothing about nah man it's gotta be like a real business but i know how to run the business like i said i just was so young yeah. and just you know being Yo. cool and the whole time people taking advantage i think they were Yo, I'm not even going to, I don't even want to know, but 23 with all that going on, nigga, shout out to you. Um, where you at, where you at music wise right now? Music wise, um, when you asking that question, you know, might have to be a little bit more specific, you know. What you got dropping in the near future or what have, have you dropped recently? Okay. So recently I just been just sporadically dropping records just to okay. kind kind of keep the algorithm you know what I'm saying in motion and mm. keep something new coming out but I'm pushing my single 50 ball um, okay. I've been touring the country I probably took two to three weeks off since November but every week I've been on the road in a different city different state different country you know what I'm saying um Definitely gearing up to release a, a, a EP. I'm thinking around November, but in the midst of that, I'm dropping a lot of features. Like I do around twelve, about twelve to thirty-eight features a month. So, are you serious, nigga? Yeah. So all the all the artists that doing features with me, that you know, what I'm saying, I really, really, um, they really tapped in with me and and and. You know, they tour and, and uh, pop out at some of the shows and they got, you know what I'm saying, real good quality records and they kind of took the PBE guidance on the records. I'm allowing them to release release the records as me, a primary artist, along with them mm-hmm. instead of a featured artist. Okay. So, and, and the difference in that is if they release it as a with me as a primary artist, then it comes on all my platforms and the amount of streams that I get, you know what I'm saying? I get hundreds of thousands of streams a week. They records gonna be getting them type of streams. They're gonna get in the algorithms and the playlists and the editorials and stuff like that that I'm in. You know, okay. and it's gonna help them. But if it's just probably artists I don't have a relationship with and it's just on some, you know, I'm gonna just send you the money, send you the, the record and we're gonna do that and that that well they're gonna have to release it as a feature, and you know if they share it and tag me, I'll, I'll promote it from that standpoint. But artists that I'm actually tapped in with, and they actually invest more into what I got going on, other than just trying to get a song with me, you know, I'm gonna give them more than just that setup. So as a bad so- man, really tapping in by just tapping in. Who do, who, who do you enjoy being in the studio with? One more time. I said, who do you enjoy being in the studio with? I don't enjoy being in the studio with nobody. <laughs> um, I really, for real, I really don't even like being in the studio with people. I don't really like being in the studio, period. It's a, man, like when I go in the studio, what I do, I'll take three to four features, book two hours, and knock out all of them right on the spot. I don't write. 
See, I don't like people in the studio with me for real because a lot of times it be distraction. They want to ask you questions and all this stuff. I'm like, man, look, I'm trying to focus. I feel that. I feel that. And I don't do no drugs. I don't do none of that type of stuff. So when I go in the booth, like, I don't come out until the whole record finish. I treat myself like I'm in jail. If I left my phone, water, anything, like, I better have it all in there when I shut the door. And it can't open till, till I'm finished. Man. So it's just, it, it's just straight business from A right. to Z with you. Facts. I ain't sitting in there just cooling and listening to beats. I don't do that. Even when I work on my own records, 90, 95% of the time, I don't even have a beat before I go to the studio. I just got an idea where I want to go. I go in, I just start freestyling until I come up with a hook. Or I might, to save time, I might be the came up with a hook and just record it on my phone so I can kind of know how I'm how I said it, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I don't like to write because I, if I write, I'm going to be politically correct. And at the same time, I can't get the slang words and the slur and the, the way I rap into lyrics, you know what I'm saying? Just writing it out in the beginning. I'm not going to remember how I said this. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I have yeah. to kind of record it on a voice recorder so I can remember exactly how I said that word how I, you know what I'm saying, the, the bounce in my vocals, the everything. So when I get in there, I, I start rapping the hook. They start building the beat around it. And then I go in the booth and just freestyle the verses right there on the spot. When people buy features from me when I'm on the road, I go in the studio right then. Like I tell them, like, I don't like people when they buy features. I don't like them to. You don't got to send me the record in advance, nothing. I ain't going to even think nothing on your track until the money hits my hand or the, or, the, or the cash out. That's when I start thinking. That's when I start coming up with anything. I'm not even going to freestyle on the track. I'm not going to listen, none of that. <laughs> when that, when that, when that, bro, I can be dead, sleep, bro, and tired. If you call me and say, I want to do a feature, whatever, whatever, I'm going to send the track and and I'm sending the money right now, bro. I'm gonna be wide awake. You've always been like that, haven't you? Huh? You always been like that, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. It just is every I treat everything like a business. Yo, what was it like facing twenty years? Man. First of all, you know, I got strong faith, you know what I'm saying, so I, I ain't worried as much, you know what I'm saying, because I knew I wasn't guilty, but the biggest thing was the military side, I was in the military, you feel me, and mm-hmm. I caught cases, so the military, they don't have to, like, you don't, they don't gotta prove you right or wrong, you know what I'm saying, and they don't have to wait for you to go to trial or court if they feel like you got something to do with whatever it is, they can implement and send you right to prison then. You know what I'm saying? And they tried that. You know what I'm saying? They tried to offer you five years in the brig off the gate. And it took one chief. One chief stood up for me and, you know what I'm saying, put his, his uh 
He basically he put his um retirement on the line. Really? He told him if I was guilty, they could take his retirement. We just need to wait till he go to court and you know get through with the whole case. And they took him up on the offer. But if he didn't do that, I would have automatically went to the brig whether I was guilty or not. Damn, you still fuck with old boy? Man, that been so many years ago, I ain't probably ain't seen them since I left my first ship, which was way back in 2008. That's a hell of a thing to do for a motherfucker. Yeah. So, but on the outside, I, just, I knew what they was on. You know what I'm saying? They just were really trying to get me to talk. I thought that that was going to scare me into trying to get do their job. And I just kept telling them, like, shit, you got to do your own job, bro. Because really, most of it was more association than anything. You know what I'm saying? I got you. But they, they, they felt like I, I was in the military, so if, if they popped with me, if they plant something, basically, and pop me, I tell them what I, you know what I'm saying? And, and it didn't go like that. They felt you had more to lose than the average right. motherfucker. Facts. They like, shit, he ain't gonna wanna get in trouble with the military. And that's the first thing they went to threatening. I'm like, shit, call him, do what you gotta do. I don't give a damn. I ain't telling you. What you would say, I seen you, this, this, that. I don't know nothing about what you're talking about. You can show me anything. I don't give a damn what you saying. I'm still not gonna agree to nothing you're talking about, huh? So, um, yeah, I, I just, I never, ever, you know what I'm saying, made a statement with the police. Ever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter you. what type of trouble I've been in, I never made a statement. I don't want to, man, I tell them folks I don't speak English. And they be like, you stop, you're talking English. Yeah, I don't, know I don't know my name, I don't know nothing. I don't care what no. you got, I don't even want to hear what you're saying. Just, hey, just. Do what you gotta do. Go with your move. I don't Has shit it. changed with that now, though? Like it, it, like this. This generation just don't seem to give a shit. They don't. They think they don't because they they living in a video game world. You know what I'm saying? See, I ain't. I don't even play video games at all. You know what I'm saying? So I don't have that type of mentality. Most of them don't believe reality is reality. So, you know. They run around here thinking they can shoot, kill, and do everything they do on the game, and then, you know, mysteriously start their life over or something. Got to be the way that, that, that I feel like they feel, you know. But a lot of them be thinking that they want certain stuff that they may not psychologically be able to handle. It's the drugs that, that's got them thinking they're going to be okay, especially the ones that want to catch a body and thinking they want to kill somebody like yeah, you might get away with it, bro, but the mental part of it, you can never escape it. Man. What's, you, you can, what's gonna happen? You can't be you high twenty four seven. Yeah. Uh-huh. When you come down and realize what you did, whether right. you get caught or not, that if you are an actual person, right, it's just gonna fuck with you. Come on, it might be fifteen years from that day. You know what I'm saying? You might be playing with your kids and it just hits you. Damn, I took this man away from here. He can't even play with his kids. Or you might see one is kid. Nobody probably never knew you was behind nothing. And you might see one of his kids and it just break. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? 
know what I'm saying? You don't never know. You don't know. It, it's a lot of psychological things that, that go with all that, but they don't understand the whole gist of that. They just looking at it as I'm finna do this and do that right now, and I'm on that. And half the time, it ain't even that serious. Yeah, where where you get the name Pluto from? Pluto was some I would, that was like the name I knew before I even knew my real name. They've been calling you Pluto your whole life. Yeah, like my auntie started calling me that when I was a when I was an arm baby. So the first name I learned was Pluto. You know what I'm saying? And they called me Pluto in school. They called me Pluto in the military. Like that's why when Future came with what he came with, a lot of people thought that was like my campaign. Cause I was doing music too, but it really it made me have to rebrand myself. Mm-hmm. That's why I had to put the PBE Pluto in now. You know what I'm saying? So does but, the PBE mean anything, or it was just just your yeah. way of differentiating? Nah, it, it actually, it's my label, Parker Boy Entertainment. Okay. But originally, you know, it even when Future, it was it was okay to find me if you put in Pluto Rapper back in the days. Mm-hmm. Boy, you know, Pluto the Planet got so many millions of hits, so many millions of hits on the dog. So the SEO, this is before I knew about SEO. Search engine optimizer, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You hear me? Yeah, I can you. The SEO was crazy for people, you know what I'm saying? Because they'll type Pluto, you know, the planet finna pop up, the dog finna pop up, everything. You feel me? You had to literally type Pluto rap. <laughs> but when Future came with that Pluto album, well, I was out of the algorithm. You would have had to scroll by 12 pages before you got some of my stuff. And I remember one day, um, one day, there was a, 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 a per- I had performed somewhere, and somebody hit me and was like, man, it literally took me 30 minutes to find you. I said, dang, I got it. So I was already kind of searching for a, a something to add to the name so that it can, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, differentiate me from any Pluto. So I was like, Pluto with the O, Pluto with the dollar sign, Pluto. Yeah, I was just trying everything. And everything I Googled or looked up, it already had something under that name. I'm like, dang, man. I didn't, and, I, and I didn't want to hit the industry with like a made up name, you know what I'm saying? Because this this what I've been called my Your whole, whole life. life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, people know me as so it's like they come back out of this fire spit or something. Who is that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta come up with something. And it never dawned on me PBE PBE never had dawned on me until I ordered my first uh tune, my, my first uh custom made piece. So I ordered a Pluto piece first with this the letters Pluto and the O was made as the planet. Mm-hmm. But then I had that when I had just started getting a little money in the music, you feel me? A couple of people started paying me for features and 
You know what I'm saying? I'm getting a little show with a couple hundred. It's the cost to be the boss. I'd like to give me a chain one of these days. No, I'm not. <laughs> Although, a nice watch. And I don't, I, I, me personally, I don't want no uh, blamed out watch, though. But I, I will take a uh, a really expensive like leather watch. And I don't even know the names of them or no shit like that. Uh, but, you know, something really expensive that you got to know to know. Like, I don't think I, I, I don't want to, I don't need no ice or nothing that's going to really like draw attention to me. I'm too old for that shit. I've had my, my, my floss years and all of that. And it's a rat fall that I don't, you know, at this point I floss through my family. You know, I'd rather buy my family something, you know, more, more extravagant than myself. Me personally, you know, like I say, uh, Nice, nice, nice watch that only a cert a select few people would recognize it was expensive. Other than that, most people would just, you know, blow it off as just some old man watch. You know, but I don't need a, you know, maybe a pinky ring. I've had a pinky ring once and actually um, I didn't even buy that. My kids bought it for me, you know, so. I don't, you know, I've never been the biggest jewelry person, even when, you know, back in my day, when I was in my prime, jewelry wasn't really, you know, like I'd spend, I'd spend more money on a, on a, on clothes as opposed to jewelry, you know, and then it's right here, this bracelet, like my mother was big into jewelry, and this was, you know, my mother's right here, so that's why I wear that, um, but yeah, my mother was, oh my God, she loved her pieces. So she had, over the years, had all type of shit, especially rings. Like she really had, had some shit. And speaking of that, man, and, and you know what? I do apologize. Uh, I think Pluto was just dipped. Um, you know, he got a call and his phone turned off or whatever the case may be. Um, I do want to say thank you to the brother for stopping through. Very interesting conversation. Um, and a true lesson on on watching who you look out for, because not everybody is gonna have your best interests at heart. And yo, a hundred thousand old girl got from them, and they were still winning. Like that's that's when you know your business is doing good. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you was coming back or not, bro. Man, they keep blowing me up. I mean, well, that's the price of success, bro. Uh, it's all good, though, but yeah. What we was, <laughs> what we now, I was just, actually, I was just talking about how, uh, like, like, oh, girl, like, a hundred bands, and y'all yeah. was still winning? Like, that's successful when somebody can get you for a hundred, and you don't even notice. You don't even notice. That's when you're doing so. <laughs> I mean, it's fucked up. You know, that that happened, but at the same time, it's a blessing that you could absorb that. That's a fact. You know, yeah. you know um, go ahead, bro. Like I said, we were, we were talking about two to uh, basically 20 years. Like I said, I just, I know what they were trying to do, and they were trying to put it on me, but I just got faithful. Like, I 
very strong, you know. Even um last year I got shot in the head, and the nurses were telling me, you know what I'm saying, I, I just go brain dead in 30 minutes, and I just, you know, I told them, I, I'm like, man, I don't know what y'all talking about. I'm not gonna go nothing. I ain't, I ain't taking no medication while I was in the hospital. Nothing like, I don't want y'all to pop nothing in this IV number saline. They like, Deacon, what? what's wrong with you, bro? Real talk, bro. And then the day <laughs> shot I got in the head, the nigga. Yeah, I got shot in the head. The day I got out the hospital, I did a show in Oklahoma and a video the same day. Like, still, you know what I'm saying? I, but after that, though, I did take off like a month and then just got back on the road. But because it was too dangerous, I still had open wounds. Well, how many times you get shot? Just the once? Yeah, I got shot once, but the bullet went through the back of my head and came out right off to the top side. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so this, these niggas was trying to do you. I don't know what they were, they thought they were trying to do, but I, you know I was I was I never cried I never you know what I'm saying like panicked or nothing it was just like the doctors did were like how could you go through such traumatic situations I'd never seen someone that could be so calm in a situation like this but then yeah, the I'd be crying like a whole ass bitch I'm not like, gonna lie it was like the the fact that I stayed calm is what really saved me because my body never responded like it was shot. If it would have, like, my brain would have started swelling and, you know what I'm saying, it was already bleeding. My brain was bleeding, but it wasn't swelling, you know what I'm saying. So how you get to the hospital? You drove yourself? I drove halfway there. Then uh, somebody that was in the car with me, they were like, pull over, you know what I'm saying. But at first, they didn't know I was shot. I didn't even know I was shot at first. When I realized that, well, I told them why I was still driving. So they looking at me like, you what? Like, I'm, I'm hit. Yeah, bro. I, I'm not letting you drive, nigga. You got shot in the head. No, I'm cool, nigga. They pulled over. You know what I'm saying? I just had a tire on to put in pressure. Shit. When, uh, when they got in the car and turned the car, the police got behind us. And I was like, man, don't stop, bro. Forget that shit. They responded to a shooting too. They might get shot again. They just might to do what they got to do. So we basically put the police on the high speed chase all the way to the hospital. <laughs> they were trying to run us off the road and everything at first. Yo. Got to the hospital. I just jumped out and walked in. When I told them I was shot at the hospital, they were just looking at me crazy. So, you, so wait a minute, home, Like I'm shot, so. You get shot like, in the head, drive halfway to the hospital, and then get out and walk into the hospital. Yeah. You a superhero, bro. <laughs> but this <laughs> this was crazy, but that's why I had so much faith because God showed me a shootout two hours before I got shot. So, so I, I saw a clear day. I had some my brother in the store. You get uh, two cups of ice and a Coca Cola. And when he got out the car in the dough shit, it's like I just went in a little daze. 
and I just saw it. I just I was seeing sparks flying back and forth, so I could tell it was insinuating like a gunfire going back and forth. And then everything went black, and I just seen the words, "You're gonna be okay." And I'm like, "What the hell?" <laughs> so when my brother get back in the car, kind of blank back back in. So I tell him, I said, "Bro, God telling me for the shootout tonight, and I'm gonna be good." So he said, "What?" Man, listen to me, bro. I need you to stay calm. But it's gonna be a shooting tonight. But I'm gonna be okay. So he got quiet, but I never, I, I wasn't really paying no attention. So, so um, I'm putting my jury on, and I'm realizing I don't hear him pouring the drinks and pouring up the, you know what I'm saying, the uh, the liquid. So. Like, damn, why ain't he pouring the look? I look over, he was tearing up, so I'm like, man, what's wrong with you? He like, well, I don't even like when you talk like that. You know what I'm saying? You know every time you say something like that, bro, it really happened. I'm like, man, listen to me, bro. I just need you to stay calm. I just need you to chill. I know what God telling me and whatever it is and however it go, I just gotta go through it. But to be honest with you, I didn't think I was going to be shot. I really thought I was going to shoot somebody. You know what I'm saying? And probably have to go to jail, whatever, whatever. But I knew that I wasn't going to be in the wrong about it. You know what I'm saying? I knew that. Oh, yeah. Did it hit my phone? Yeah. My bad. But, um. You like the motherfucking mayor out there, ain't you? <laughs> Man, what you say? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Yeah. And that's the same. Like, a lot of people still don't know I got shot. You know what I'm saying? Um, The ones that found out, they so blow. Like, man, ain't nobody finna try to do Why would they? But it, you know, it was some young cats. And part of it wasn't just for me. You know what I'm saying? I think it was aiming towards somebody else that was in the car with me, you know. Mm-hmm. But it it stemmed with me. But when I checked the situation, they were like, nah, you know, we you know, whatever, whatever. But I realized, you know, that other person didn't get out the car. And I was kind of surprised. Like, well, I didn't think nothing of it. But when they noticed who that, that person, not my brother, but another person I had when they picked up, and I never do that ever. But this one particular night, I, I made an exception. And it was like, what you doing with them type set up to him, but he wasn't saying them, but I'm sticking up for him. Like, what, I mean, what they got to do with anything, whatever, whatever. Whole time, you know what I'm saying? He knowing what time it is and what and he ain't whatever saying they don't. I don't know. You feel me? I just got out and, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. And they weren't on that with me. If they was, they, they was 25 deep, you know what I'm saying? They would have shot me when I was standing out there in their face talking to them. You know, everything really escalated when they saw him. So I'm like, oh, I ain't know where we're going, you feel me? I'm just like, man, whatever, bro. You feel me? Try to pull off. Start firing. I ain't even know they were shooting. I don't know if it was adrenaline or what. Like 
I just, I don't know. I ain't hit a gun. I probably heard him and just was, man, I don't know. I had the music up too. So I don't, I don't think, I think in my mind, I was just telling myself like, ain't nobody finna try to play with me like that. So I don't think I even registered that they were shooting when they started shooting. I how, is, how is this story not went viral, nigga? Because it ain't been told like that. When they, when I realized they were shooting, was when I got to the stop sign, so seen the bullet, a bullet hole in my windshield. Somebody shooting. I look over the other dude on the, he on the floor looking up at me. I'm like, what the fuck? That's when I started dugging like, oh, then, you know, we exchanged far back, but. That that was the whole thing, like, and I was kind of surprised because like, if you saw them up, like we had had a, we was in a drop top, so if you saw them pull out a gun or whatever, whoop, like, why you don't say nothing? Pull me down or nothing? You know what I'm saying? You, I ain't even know. I'm just driving. Yo, my goodness. You don't fuck with that nigga no more. I, I'm sure. Yeah, you know that's over. I'm sorry. When it came down the pipeline, part of it was, you know, he hang with them. So I'm putting two and two together. If you hang with them, why would they have a problem with you being in the car with me? Obviously, you've been around them saying some, some, some extra, you know what I'm saying, and having them feel some type of way. But they did say something crazy when I was riding by, so I stopped and backed up and got out the car like, see, what, what's going on? Oh no, we don't want no problem with you, bro. So that's what I'm saying. If it was toward me, they would have pulled it in. But I, that's when I when I was going back to the car, I realized he didn't come to the middle of the street. I'm like, damn, why he didn't come out? It was just me and my brother, you know what I'm saying? So with twenty uh, for twenty five niggas, yeah, yeah, that you know. I don't. I didn't know. Not I, you. I, I'm I, talking I, about the I nigga in the back. I'm talking about I the nigga, your man's in the back. Huh? I'm talking about your man's in the back seat. He oh, yeah, knew them he niggas. Knew all of them. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, I'm I'm upset with that nigga at this point. Yeah. I don't even know the nigga. And, you know, weeks later, you know what I'm saying? After that he had called, man, somebody pulled up on me at the gas station. They told me, that's my, you know, that was my fault. And, you know what I'm saying? Why I let it go down like that? I'm like, why are they saying it's your fault? How would they say something is your fault? And he kept saying he know. So like he that supposedly happened like two or three times. And I'm just like, bro, what what's going on? Then he was like, Oh man, they they trying to say that because you know, I used to hang with them. And I'm like, Wow. I never knew that. But then I stopped putting everything in perspective. Obviously, you've been around it. Cause I, this a person that I used to be cool with when I was younger. You know what I'm saying? 18, 19. And I stopped messing with him for years. Like, stopped being around all that. He had recently just started hitting me on social media and was talking about he was trying to make an investment. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He had some money. He was trying to figure out something to invest in so that he could, you know, start generating some capital. And that's how he got in to be able to, you know, get my number and be able to call me. You know what I'm saying? But it's like he just did all that to 
to get Trying close. Trying to get cool, but he never yeah. invested in nothing. He went and put some diamonds in his mouth with the money. Man, they ain't buy nothing. But splurged and balled out and went broke in about two weeks. <laughs> I wow. sit there and did all this talking and planning and mapping stuff out for him for nothing. Man, running, went and literally put diamonds in his mouth and went broke. And got you shot. And got me shot. And all this was over the course of one month. You know what I'm saying? Wow. It was probably, it was less than a month's time, probably three weeks of me having a conversation with him to this and that. And then that day he was calling like, you going? I'm like, I kept telling him no that whole day. I ain't going. I'm like, bro, why you keep asking me that? If you want to go somewhere, just go wherever you're going. I don't hang out with you. You know what I'm saying? What's that? Why are you asking me out of all people? You know what I'm saying? Now, it's okay to ask me about a business plan or something dealing with some money. But you keep asking me as I'm going out and it's just, you gun hold on me going out this night. You know what I'm saying? And then at the, when I finally agreed to go out, and, I, and it was the reason why I agreed. Um, the crazy, I was talking to somebody on FaceTime, you know, right before that. And she was like, you okay? And I'm like, yeah, why you ask that? She said, this whole time been talking to you, it just seemed like you've been thinking about something the whole time. Like, I can see your facial expression. And then I told her to set up. I'm like, you know, man, buddy called me like three weeks ago, whatever, whatever, hit me and got my number and all this, that, that, you know, I don't hang with this cat, but today he just been calling all day and just keep asking me the same damn question. I'm like, bro, what, what, what he got going on? So she was like, I don't know him, but it sounds like he probably did what she said. It sounds like he'd be around some people that probably talking crazy about you, and he know if he tell you over the phone, you gonna real deal. You know what I'm saying? Take it serious and be on some other stuff. So he probably want to get close to you to tell you so he can be like, I just want to put you on game, but I, you don't need to just go and jump and do this and that. And he know you're not going to pull up on him. So the only way he's going to be able to tell you something is in the club. And I was like, you know what? That do make sense. So she was like, follow your first mind if you don't want to go nowhere. But if you do decide to go, just go out for like 30 minutes and have a drink. And see if he bring up the conversation. If he don't, then, you know, just leave. And I was like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I probably ain't going to do nothing. And when I said that, he was calling. And I'm like, this him calling right now. And when he uh got on the phone with me, the first thing he said was, now I know you said you want to go on the web, but you sure you don't want to go out for like 30 minutes and have a drink? Oh, wow. I swear to God. like, And I know 100% they don't know each other. She never even been to my hometown. She don't know nobody here. You feel me? But that so, thirty, when he said thirty minutes, that shit just clicked. That what clicked. That what made me be like, wow, hold on. She just said this three seconds ago. Man, maybe I really need to go out and see what's going on. You feel me? So after I, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and go. And when I got dressed and everything, and I called my little brother told him I was going to slide out for a minute because I didn't plan on going nowhere that night. And he, you know, he told me just come and pick him up 
And when I went to pick my brother up, the dude called back again and said, yo, can you come pick me up? And I'm like, what? Man, I don't, I tell him, I'm like, I don't ride. I don't do that. You know, I ain't on that type of time. We ain't no kids no more. You know, I'm on a different level, bro. You don't even move how I move. Nah, bro, it's just, you know, tonight, man, I just need to clear my mind, man. And I can't, uh, my, my mama tripping with the truck. And I'm like, man, yo, mama, what? <laughs> man, bro, and I'm, I'm real deal want to turn around and go back home, but... You hear me? Yeah. At this point, I'm 100% in club mode. You feel me? I done already went and bought me a bar to hand. Everything. I'm like, man, <laughs> I'm going back right now. But I need to know because the only reason I wanted to go out is to see what the hell he was talking about. You feel me? So if, if this the only way for you to get there, damn, all right, I'm going to do this one exception this one time. It turned out to be one of the worst decisions I could have made. But it was the best decision, too, because one thing about it, God don't make no mistakes. He never said we weren't going to go through the storm. He said he going to shelter us through it. So that means we still got to go through it. You feel me? That was just a test. And it showed me so much. It showed me a lot of people that was against me that I still didn't know. You know what I'm saying? After I got shot, they thought it was over with for me, this and that. People were saying all kind of crazy stuff. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> Same people I done tried to help. And that that would make you not want to help people when the people you try to help, they feel so entitled to more. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I don't even got to do what I'm doing for you. How do you feel like you're supposed to get more and you ain't doing nothing? You know, I don't know, but that that's the setup. But I had I had faith that whole time that I was going to be good. I stood on the words God showed me in that vision. You're going to be okay. Yo, nigga, that's, that's the craziest about. shit, nigga, that you told your brother mm. what was about to go. Man, yo. Literally two hours I, before. I don't know if we'll ever be like, like, like in the same space at any point. You ever tell me some shit like that, bro, I'm leaving you. <laughs> I'm, I'm already here. I'm out. My <laughs> brother knows. Like, bro, it, I'm very spiritual for one thing. You know what I'm saying? Now, I ain't walk around here praying and doing all that type of stuff in front of people. You know, but I just had that feeling when it, I just know what I know when I know. Like, I didn't, we done been at South by Southwest one time. We standing up, people coming up, taking pictures. TV, look at the picture. And then I just said, man, you know what? Some bad energy just came across here. Something to happen. We need to move. So it was four of us. And we moved out of the way and started walking. But we were, we were staying, like, right up the street from 6th Street. So we were walking distance to our hotel. We started walking towards the hotel. Five minutes later, the four people that stepped up where we was at all got shot. I don't know what it was over, what it was about, but they all got hit. Yeah. Had they been in the club, just standing there, and be like, we need to move out this spot. And the second we moved, somebody threw a bottle, like a, a, 
had a like a Ciroc bottle from behind the bar. And I hit the dude in the forehead that was standing right there where we was at, bust his head open. A big fight broke out, man. I'm talking about so many people got beat and hit with stuff and all type of stuff right there. Nigga. I'm saying we'll be on the on the phone for days if I told you how many times it done been like I done said this. Like I done been in the club and I told my brother them, Y'all stay right here, don't move and then I take a couple steps toward one way and somebody break out shooting in the club, kill two, three people in there, mm-hmm. all this type of stuff. And the fact that they wasn't the person probably got hit that was like close by me. You know what I'm saying? But if if I would have let my brother in the move with me, they would have been in the way. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I ain't know why. I never tell them, hey, stay right here. You know what I'm saying? But something in me said, tell them to stay right here. You move. You know, I done been in, in, a, in a certain location, I ain't going to mention. And then been with a whole group of people celebrating. I had a show that night. And we was all out, you know, partying before the show. And I just felt bad energy. I said, I need to get from around them because something happened. And the second that I took two, three steps away from them, I looked, some said, look down, look down. I just seen a bullet ricochet off, off the sidewalk right in front of my feet. Got out of the way. That time I didn't get hit. But it was, now I'm telling you, it was like something was navigating me. It was like duck. I duck. Bullet hit the brick. Boom. Move this way. Bullet just fly. I don't know what it was, but I'm telling you, I'm real deal like that. But I've been in the military too, you know what I'm saying? So I'm trained in a different way, but. It's, Nigga, it's ain't no training in intelligence. Training. You just, no, no, no yeah, bro, that ain't training. more than military training, bro. I'm yeah. telling you. That night, it was probably four or five people shooting. And I was some kind of way navigating out of the way every time. Like, someone's be like, move to the left. And I move to the left. And I, bullets would just be flying. I just hear them just flying past. Yeah, nigga, you need a TV right. show, bro. Real talk, bro. Like, you you need no a TV show. show. No, making up nothing. <laughs> like, I promise you that. You know what I'm saying? I can send you the clips of what happened, what was the result of that night. You know what I'm saying? Outside of. Yeah, I don't want to just mention no here. But just know everybody that was shooting got hit. You know what I'm saying? Ended up being like five people got hit and one person died. Damn. Yo, and I got to say, yo, man, uh, 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 your manager, man. Shout out to your manager. Like, nah, fucking big phenomenal. Shout yeah, man. She uh, definitely doing her thug thizzle. Got to make uh, sure that I, I give, I give uh, Miss Pisces and let me one one tap in. It's M Z P I S C E Z eighty nine on Instagram. Make sure you tap in. She got a hell of a roster. Um, I got a chance to uh, chop it up with Mother Water uh, uh-huh. earlier today. Very very fire, yo! Shout out. So just got to make sure I get get that sister her flowers, man. Thanks, thanks. You know, um, and speaking of that, if people do want to book you, I'm assuming they go through her. Definitely uh, hit up Miss Pisces. If you want a book, if you want a feature, you know what I'm saying? If you want to just tap in with me for anything, I do more than just that, you know. I put artists on shows, you know what I'm saying? I don't just let them open up. I, 
I get them headlining slots, which I make I make the setup to where the artists are able to be a part of my show. So you will be performing your song during my set, you know. Okay. I might do one one or two songs and then bring an artist up, do one of their songs and then do two, three more songs, bring somebody else up, do one of their songs. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I That's got dope. I'm the headliner on ninety five to ninety eight percent of the shows that I'm performing on. So the whole mm-hmm. audience gonna be at the stage when I walk out. You know. And a lot and when you open, you know, a lot of people may not know who these artists are, so they ain't gonna turn up for them unless they got their own audience. Yeah. So I'm giving you that engagement. I'm giving you that stamp, that clout right then. That's you know? dope, bro. So tap in. Yeah, that's dope. I might have somebody uh, I'm gonna have to holler at my little cousin and see what he's talking about. Uh huh. I know he down south. Yeah. In, in Texas. All around the country. Yeah, that's what's up, man. That's a very dope way to do it, man. I, I like that in you. You know, yes, sir. And you got a you got a good energy, bro. Uh huh. I appreciate that. No doubt, bro. Um, and if there's anything, I ain't gonna hold you up too long. If there's anything though that I could possibly do for you, I'm not sure what. Uh, but just let me know, bro. I yes, got sir. you. Sir, we you definitely know. tapped in, man. It's up yeah. and it's up. I said I definitely appreciate you for taking your time out and doing the interview and tapping in with me. And, you know, bringing awareness to the brand. You know, what I'm saying in, in your land. So I'm gonna just take it for what it is and just focus on the fact that we're trying to build. So. Let's go up. Let's tap in. You got some artists that, you know what I'm saying, need some motion outside of the ocean. Man, put them in contact. You know what I'm saying? We, I absolutely will. We moving. We shaking. We, you know what I'm saying? We, I understand the process of how to be a successful independent artist. You know what I'm saying? Very successful. <laughs> I can tell. If the artists want to know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, who I am because they don't know, tell them. Hit that Google up, you feel me? It's going to tell you a lot about <laughs> why I'm at oh. the position I'm in and the fact that I am very, very successful. I'm the biggest independent artist in, on, on, in my whole region. Literally. That's and probably a lot of more reasons, but I know 100% in mine. Nigga, you putting putting up Wilt Chamberlain numbers out there. Thanks. You know, so, yes, and I trust me, I looked. Uh, <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> on that note, bro, I'm going to let you get out of here. Um, like I say, shoot me whatever you need. If, hey, I got you. Yes, you know, appreciate your time, your energy, and your wisdom, bro. Uh, yo, be safe out there, bro. Have a yes, good day. Sir. Tap in with me on the Instagram, too. Oh, yeah, shit, hit me up. I got you. Good. Intellectually petty radio. Oh, and I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna drop a couple of clips probably tomorrow. Oh, good. It's official. All right, no doubt. I holler at you, bro. Sure. Right. Yep. Peace. Yo, that's some crazy ass fucking stories, man. That, that, that's some crazy shit. I, th- wow. Yo, man. Anyway, um, shout out to PPE Pluto. Uh, man, Miss Pisces, f- I'm fucking with you. The, like for real, for real. Shout out to you. I definitely, definitely appreciate you a thousand gazillion percent. Um, and, and whatever you need, I got you. And I know I got King Santana coming on in a couple of weeks. 
Uh, so that's even doper. And I'm already knowing that's going to be fire. He's the same man's in action, and his interviews are a one. You know, so I'm absolutely looking forward to that. And let me make sure I, I itac. I hope I'm saying that right. I'll find out tomorrow at 5 o'clock p.m. Because I got a special show tomorrow uh, with Idak. Uh, and actually, you know what? Am I, I can't remember if I'm recording that or we're doing that live. I think we're recording it. Anyway, yo, I have been putting in a lot, a lot of work lately. I hope people is out there appreciating the content. Make sure that you like, subscribe, share the whole nine. And tell somebody to tell somebody. Because... I'm only fucking with legends over this way. And and, and no disrespect to nobody else. Um, I salute whatever anybody else is out there doing. And I appreciate you. Uh, but you ain't doing intellectually petty radio. On that note, this is Jobs. And I'm out.